Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm Mackenzie Goodwin's wife, best friend, and lawyer, oh. and <gasps> legal consultant slash first cousin. Yeah, get those toes out, Ken. Sorry, I noticed that my feet were not exposed. Oh my I God. So if you're to. only listening to this podcast, Mackenzie Goodwin just took her feet out. If that's something you're into, download Patreon and check out them feet. I don't like that. Wow. Um, I, I want everyone who is watching and listening, <laughs> so everyone here, um, you finally are wearing your glow stick. I went full glow stick. I, if you were listening to the last episode, Mackenzie and I have predicted as the new lesbian trend of outing each other, mm-hmm. the new signaling to the community that you're queer is the glow stick. So now here I am glowing. Well, I'm going to be honest. I, di- I didn't predict it. I started. Sorry. Yeah, of course. I started this trend and it's not necessarily for me, for you to like see other queer people. This is a fashion statement. Oh, I misconstrued. Yeah. I'm not here to be like a pillar of the queer community. I'm here to be a fashion icon. And, and that you are my beautiful friend. So if you're watching and listening, the trend for 2023 is a glow stick wrapped around your neck as a necklace. Yeah. And I think it's working. I think glow stick energy is very sexual. I think it's very powerful. It's literally pointing to where you need to be. Exactly. Hello. And it also kind of doubles as a baton. Yes. There's a lot of fun things that you can do with the glow stick around your neck. Yeah. I think um, it's of confidence. You have to have a lot of confidence to wear a glow stick in public. Yeah. Which I haven't done yet. But we will. But we will. And you know what sucks is Erica fucking hates it. Oh, man. So it's actually declined it's my sex life has declined rapidly from wearing it but i think that that's just it'll change soon you know it's so fun being in um relationships for so long Mm -hmm. is that you you can't hide who you are anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you start dating somebody and you're like this is who you're gonna get it's all rainbows and sunshine babe you're dating a comedian a comedian you're gonna be laughing your tits off and then by year four, you're like, guess what? It's a lot. It's a lot of glow sticks. It's a lot of glow. Erica, when I came in, she was doing an abs class. Of in, course. In the living room. Blasting so she, her core. She was trying to, you know, yeah, get her abs on point, which they are. Mm-hmm. They look great. And I came in very quickly, out of breath. And I said, I found glow sticks. <laughs> and I said, you're going to want to wear this. And God, I, I tied it up and I said, I'm leaving it here for you. Please match me today. Wear this glow stick. And I cannot tell you the amount of time she said, get out of here. I'm trying to do an ab workout. Yeah. And I said, this is who you're going to marry. Yeah. I'm glow stick heavy. I feel like there's sometimes in a, a queer relationship. Yeah. There is somebody who needs to blast their core Mm -hmm. and there's somebody who needs to be looked at all the time. Yeah. I'm unfortunately the latter. And so am I. Yeah. Cause Nazar is like, I need to, I just simply need to go. And I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> we have very similar personalities. <laughs> also, if you're listening, hi, please. We are going on tour. We're going to Texas. We're going to San Diego. We are going to Florida. Multiple cities in there. I know. Because I know I listed a state, a city, and then a state. I know that. I'm great at geography because lesbians love shapes. No, lesbians love maps. You know you're dating a queer person when you go in their bedroom and there is a map. 100%. Or, or a globe. Or a glow stick. Yeah, or a glow stick. Lesbians love mm-hmm. maps and compass tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So come check us out. Get tickets. And it's going to be the most fun that you've ever had. I know. I'm so excited. We we will probably have more cities even on our schedule by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. So just check our website, twodikesandamike.com. And come see us live. I know. I'm so excited. Here's what I'm wondering, Mackenzie. Yeah. This thought kind of like permeates around my brain. I know we were talking about it last week. Yeah. And maybe it's because of the age in which we were raised. Mm -hmm. Like we were raised at like the peak of Cosmopolitan magazine. You know what I'm saying? Like we were raised on a very toxic, Mm -hmm. patriarchal, heterosexual like culture. Well, every rom-com that we grew up with, the protagonist, the female lead was always like a magazine writer. Yes. Usually at like a editor at large of a big girl magazine, like tweeze your eyebrows, you bitch. Yeah. Yes. Which has now transformed into like girl boss, same exact thing. Yes. But just updated a hundred percent less problematic. (laughs) Well, because now they use like lingo, like patriarchy, but they don't actually know that they're still, 
rapidly holding it up. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And they keep, they, they'll call each other bitch. bitch. Hey, then, slut. Yeah. And it's like, you're not taking those words for you. No. It's, you're just reinforcing them. Right. So we have, we grew up in a very interesting time. And this is what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to brag or whatever. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to, I don't, sh- I don't, f- listen, I don't fucking throw this podcast on just to brag, but here comes one. Okay. I've never had sex with a man. Yeah. That is a brag. I've never even come close. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any of the bases. Okay. None of them. None. You've never Frenched a man. Okay. I've done first base. Okay. What is your first base again? Smooching. Okay. Second. Anal. Third. Third. He- third meet my friends. Okay. fourth base is I tell you my intimate most vulnerabilities okay those seem a little out of whack I don't think that's out of whack at all I think second base honestly should be anal no (laughs) it should not be anal you sound crazy right now dude all right what's your first base kissing first base is kissing mouth closed second base kissing mouth open this is psychotic are you christian are you fucking christian and are you mingling right now what's third base third base i think is third base would be fingering okay and then fourth base analingus (laughs) no (laughs) don't say analingus to me ever okay so we have different baseballs sorry softball diamonds (laughs) yeah but I know from reading, so I know from everything that I've ever watched in my life and consumed how to give a perfect BJ to a man. Yeah, it's actually now that I think about it, mm-hmm. because we obviously grew up in the same time. I read a lot of Cosmo growing up. Yeah. And I knew from a young age that I was gay, yet I still read every Cosmo article that was like, how to please your man. Right. And I'm like, why was I reading that? We even, here's the thing, because you know, I'm not a reader. Yeah. Even if I didn't actively go out of my way to consume content about how to please your man, I still know yeah. based on everything I've seen without like, you can't avoid it, how to give a perfect bloge. There was a lot. Bloge. It sucks. Bloge. And, and I hate it. Bleegee. Nope. Bleachy, bleachy, the BGs, the squeegee, bleachy. <laughs> okay, it, there's a lot of media rom coms, a lot of like raunchy female comedies where you learn how to give a blowjob through the scenes. Do you think I want to have to know what sloppy toppy is? That's fucking. I I when, don't want to know when you say it. It makes me never want to have sex again. Do you think I want to know what a throat goat is? No, I do not, America. I don't want to know what that is. However, my gay ass, my oh. gold star gay ass, yeah. still 100% knows all of that shit. I know all of it because of like, yes, Cosmo articles. But what makes me so upset is that all of them, all of them mm-hmm. had to do with like ice. Why was it always? <laughs> it was always, it was always ice. ice. They're always yeah. like, roll a cube down his shaft. Ew! And I was like, this is a fucking trigger warning episode, sorry, lesbians. Sorry. I'm so sorry. But why? Why did I know that in the eighth grade? Literally. Like, it makes me so upset. You I was great so young. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you got to make sure you have ice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to go. You got to stop I need to buy condoms. <laughs> get the little ice. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> I need to get and an ice tray and quick or I'm never going to please my man. Like, even just from listening to music, I was yeah. like, oh, wow. This is how you do it. And it sucks. I bet if I right now gun to my head, somebody was like, you got to give a beach <laughs> right now. I'd be like, fucking throw my hair up i'm like well good thing i know how because i was raised as a fucking woman in the u.s in the early 2000s i'm gonna be honest i think the early 2000s were some of the worst times worst times for for women women. great time for blowjobs it's terrible i don't know why like i do feel the skills are in me i've never done it in practice but i know for a fact you'd give a great one that i feel like and any woman like unfortunately we all just like know how to like work that d girl i really do hope that now in this generation they come up and it's the opposite all men should know how to go down on a woman Right. I think that that should be the thing that like Cosmo is always writing about. I where, just, do, where do men read? What do men read? I don't. I can't they do. imagine. They well, don't sit down and read. I just think that part, another big part of the issue is also like in everything that we see, mm-hmm. like sexy scenes in movies and also pornography, I think we're focusing a lot less on cunnilingus. Yeah. So it's like we're not 
like it's not as accessible yeah. i'm like do men go home and google like cunnilingus i, I hope so i hope so I as hope well so, but i the thing is is like i never had to google it just was already thrown exactly at and that's, that's right like you weren't actively looking because you were never in that situation right yet you fully know how isn't that crazy is, why do we all well, know how to give good blowjobs but men have no sick. idea how it's, to go down it's on women gross. children should not be able to get their hands on that kind of material agreed which i was in truly like middle school too young way too young to be reading that kind of stuff right and i do hope that like and you're like pineapple juice yeah yeah that kind of shit right but i hope that in the young like this generation it's at least more equal to where it's not just the this male gazy type of thing i hope so because it is gross because it is weird that that was always coming from like women's health stuff would be like yeah you want to have a happier life that's sad here's the own here's 10 tips how to get your man yeah it's bizarre because you'd think that'd be like men's magazine do you think men's health they were like here's 10 tips on how to go down on your woman no because it would still even like even everything about like if we were focusing on women's stuff then they would just be like hey you're disgusting bitch yeah you're so gross and here's how to be not gross yeah it's very bizarre it was a bad time it was a terrible time and, it's, and it still is and it's still not here at Two Dykes Incorporated. Here at Two Dykes Incorporated, I mean, you can go back and see some crazy episodes where we will watch porn together. I know what you were eating the sandwich through, which was the opening short was a woman pulling styrofoam out of her pussy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, we've been through it. I think we're trying our hardest to. I'm really pro everyone being comfortable with all types of bodies. I agree. That's why I'm like, it's not just that, like, we shouldn't know how to please all types of bodies. It's yeah. just that it's been so focused at one type of body Penis, yeah. for so long yeah. that like there is a forgotten art of cunnilingus that feels like, oh my gosh. why are we the only people? Why are lesbians seen as like the masters of pussy? You know what I mean? Don't you think Can like, I pitch you something, please. <laughs> okay. Go with me here. Yeah. Like you said, like this lost art form. I want to do a movie where it's almost like the last samurai tom cruise he's in the military he's going to find the last samurai yep. right and they give him that art form of cunnilingus i'm thinking it's you yeah of okay. course you're going deep into the jungle and you're gonna find an ancient civilization that just masters cunnilingus yes and you have to learn you have to you have to like shave your head bald and you have to bring it back to the states you have to like a la Mulan, like climb to the top of a totem pole. Exactly. But it's a woman's leg. (laughs) It's just a pitch. You know, I'm obviously in. I'm obviously in. 100%. Okay. Okay. I'm just thinking. I just think it's like, it's time. Yeah. It's time for it to flip. It's on, on its head. Yeah. Are men proud if they can like, they are right. I think they should be. Anyways. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously. And 6-1 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, let's get into the episode. We have an amazing episode this week. This is getting wild. Yeah, yeah. We have a guest uh, coming on right now, and... They are, we had such a great time with Mac. Yeah. Like one of the best. I can't wait for you guys to enjoy this episode. Sit back and relax. We love you guys. Enjoy Mac. Here we are. Oh boy. We have on I thought you were going to sing there. (laughs) Hold on. Here we are. Here we go. It's time for Mac and us. We gonna record an album oh <laughs> you said yes <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the podcast where we improvise an entire 12 track album of gay pop songs honestly i'm here for it it's already been greenlit it's already been sold it's already been sold <laughs> kaylani's already doing a solo on all of them <laughs> i fucking wish wow thank you so much for being here mac how are you thank you for having me i'm so great i can't complain it's freezing cold here but other than that i'm doing fantastic how are um, you guys for the th- i mean we're hot as hell hot as hell always just dripping sweat here in <laughs> the valley of los both, angeles oh i thought we were talking about like appearance wise but well, also 
no I was gonna say I got on here and I was just blinded just beads of sweat constantly (laughs) coming down while recording yeah I mean and I'm I'll tell you this Mac because I don't talk about it enough I'm training for the LA marathon so I ran several miles this morning and now here I am living that is insane thank you how long are you training for I'm gonna do like a 16 week training I got that it to 10 miles, wonderful. so not a big deal. No, it's a huge deal. Yeah, it is. It is a huge... Running Running is hard. Marathons are hard. You heard it here first. Also, I guess for people who don't know Mac, would you like to introduce yourself to the two dogs? Oh, yes. Mic? Hi, what's up? I'm Mac and Jimmy. I do TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. I do queer content creation. My pronouns are she, her. That's... I hey, that's almost the started info. singing when I got on the podcast. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> that's a great info like or a great introduction yeah whenever someone's like tell me about yourself i literally every time blank yeah full blank i don't know who i am right do you know what's so weird is like when i introduce myself in queer settings yeah i feel like sometimes so like robot like i'll be like well they already know so i better just let them i'm like i i was i graduated from uw milwaukee in american sign language i can run at a 9 30 pace for 10 miles straight and then at like straight stuff like business stuff for yeah. us i'll be like well i'm a dyke let's start there bitch. like my tone is always yeah. just the wrong it is the wrong tone i just get flustered and i start saying very inappropriate like when they're like, tell me about yourself. I'm like, well, I used to write erotica for about three years. <laughs> Literally, why is it? Filthy, filthy. Why? I think because we, I think we as queer people panic at doctor's offices because it's such a, everyone for some reason never understands queerness in medical settings. They're That's always true. just like, are you pregnant with your husband's baby? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at doctor's offices, I'm always just like, up here i'm like you're can i borrow those latex gloves for weird stuff later like i'm never you gotta (laughs) cut that out i gotta get my shit together yeah yeah we gotta stop that thank you for being here mac thank you for having me i'm super excited to be here yeah this is gonna be it's gonna be so much fun our first segment that we're gonna get into is personally my favorite it is ask a dyke Are you ready, Rachel? You better fucking believe it. Buckle up, lesbians. Here we go. <laughs> and just, if if you want to send in an Ask a Dyke, you can email us at two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. Um, okay. Mac, listen up. Listening. Hello. <laughs> my name is Lillian. I'm 28 and I just came out uh, to myself a few months ago. I'm honestly not 100% sure what the right label is for myself. So I go with queer. I do know I'm mostly into women. I really want to date, but I'm super scared. I know you guys have given lots of tips on dating before, but how do I get over the fear specifically? Um, I'm scared of getting hurt, but I'm also scared of doing it wrong, hurting Hmm. someone else or just not even finding someone to care enough about for that matter. Uh, Here's context. I stopped dating two years ago because something wasn't working. It turns out it may have been the fact that I was dating men. (laughs) Okay, that'll do it. That (laughs) will do do it. it. (laughs) I have been happily single for a really long time. Part of the reason I stopped dating was because I hated it. It was hard to get over the idea, even if the problem was. Oh, it was hard to get over that idea, even if the problem was hating dating men. Got it. I'm going to therapy with a queer positive therapist. All my friends are super supportive, but I'm not really close. I'm not really close friends with any queer women. I would like to get more of those as well. I would love any tips if you have them. Okay. Great. Wow. That was so really like, detailed. You're yeah. a really good reader. Thank, oh, and Mac, that wasn't even my best work. Is it because you're so good like, at reading? Okay, no, it I'm was like, like an audiobook. Yeah. Okay. I used to do erotic audiobooks. You should get back and, into it. And that's, <laughs> that's how I can get into that low register so quickly. Yeah, I feel like when you're reading, I'm like... Okay, let me settle in settle with a, like in. a cup of tea. Right. Yeah. 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 I kind of, I almost dozed off for a second. I was like, this is so relaxing. It's okay. so sexy. Dozed off in like a like a sexy, sexy way. way. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a sexy doze. Okay. Thank Very you. Sexy doze. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it sounds like we have somebody who is newer to being queer. Yes. 
And I guess we've all at one point in our life have been newer to being queer. I came out gay as all hell. Yeah. I mean, I came out during the Bush administration. Right. So I was young. I was (laughs) very young. I was, (laughs) I was, I mean, yeah. I mean, Mac, what about you? When did you come out? What do you have any advice? It sounds like she wants to date. Yeah, Yeah. Just not men. Right. It seems like that was the problem was dating men. That typically is a really big problem for queer people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I came out when I was in high school. I I kind of got outed before I actually like made the decision to come out. But that's awful. Certainly a good push to get out of the closet. Um, mm. So I came out, I guess that would make me like 17, 17, between 16 and 18, I think. But congratulations, Lillian, on coming out to yourself. I think that's really great. Um. As far as like jumping into dating, I feel like I've always found better luck focusing on trying to build queer friendships. And then if you have queer friends, like you're bound to hook up or date or something like it can get messy. But I would say probably focus on the friendships a little bit more. I did. She say where she was based or no, their pronouns? no, no, no. No pronouns. See, or wait, I say yeah, I find it was friends, but like it would be easier to find friends if you live in a bigger city or something. I live in Missouri. It's a nightmare to find queer friends out here. Yeah. I love the advice of doing friendship first because I, I do think that you're very right in the sense of whenever I had queer friends, they also had more queer friends who I could then exactly. get hooked up with. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I think. I also just feel like culture for queerness is just a little bit different especially when you're like newer to the community yeah and you're starting to realize you're like okay i'm queer but like typically in the past Mm -hmm. i have been in like hetero relationships right like i feel like straight people do this thing where like they will friend zone each other for the longest time and then Mm -hmm. like after years and years they'll finally like maybe somebody will make a move to break the tension whereas i feel Mm -hmm. like lesbians are almost the exact opposite we will like have sex with our friends first and then be like, maybe we're, maybe we're platonic. Yeah. Maybe that, hmm. It's no, like we you're definitely so wanna, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're like, let's see it. Because I think also there's so many less of us. Like, we're yeah. a smaller community that like, mm-hmm. at least when I first came out, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, if I have a queer friend, then like, there's a possibility that we would be sexually attracted to each other. I don't have to keep sleeping with straight people. It sounds like when we met. Exactly. Okay. You're outing me. When I met Rachel, the first thing she did was like, be like, well, we have to hook up. Yeah. And I, I said, like, did you I'm, verbalize that? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm a big verbalizer, Mac. I am fucking out here. Like, well, I was, She's I was like, we better have sex. Wait, in my defense. Okay. Yeah. In my defense. Cause Mac, you don't know this. I was closeted with my best friend all of high school. So I have a okay. very, like, I was, when I came out, mm-hmm. I was like, I do not want to be like a straight person's friend anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I want to like fuck like, and be yes. seen as like, so my style. And I also was, like, <laughs> I was young. Okay. And I was like, you weren't that young. I was like, no way. Hey, moment. Yes. <laughs> is yes. that what that is? <laughs> I was yes. like, yes, it is. I had my finger guns out. You know what I mean? I was like, you trailblaze the hey mamas. <laughs> right. Yes. The you know original. what? You heard it here first. Rachel's the first hey mama. <laughs> it was rough. I was like, I had toothpicks all the time. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> soaking up, like chewing no gum for no reason. And I was like every queer woman that I found, I was like, what if we could have sex with each other? And that's what I did to Mackenzie because at that point I had all, I'd slept with all of my friends. So when Uh there was a new queer friend, I was like, well, we should have sex and then we'll talk about friendship later. But I have so many boundaries and I don't hook up with my friends at all. So I was like, no. So do do you agree with Max advice then to like get more friends and then see what happens? Yes, because I, I think that's a great, that's great advice for Lillian is to go out Get into like queer groups in your city, meet queer people, get on TikTok. I know so many people that have met their partners through TikTok or Instagram and just find your community. And then through there, then you'll start like getting to vibe with people and not sleep with, you know, do what Rachel did and sleep with everybody you can. But like, yeah, or do we're looking at the two extremes right now. It's so big of you to not to have those boundaries that you don't sleep with your friends. That absolutely is not like unheard of. No, <laughs> I know. I know. When you started your, your like whole thing, I was like, well, that's not a queer experience. And then now I'm realizing <laughs> like, you're the weird. I'm one. the weird one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
lesbians love to sleep with their friends and then stay friends with people that they've slept with. Like, it's not as weird. You know what I mean? There's not as like, yes, I think it's very common to be like, oh, this is like, well, even this podcast. Yeah. Who made our theme song? Right. My ex made the theme song. But there we go. I'll be friends with people that I've dated, but I don't I wouldn't just like sleep with friends. Right. Too many boundaries. Too many boundaries. Mac, how'd you meet your girlfriend? TikTok. Hell yeah. Wait. I'm one of those. Yeah. Did you slide you can in meet people on TikTok? Uh, did you slide in? She into slid your... into my DMs. Hot. Ooh. What was the opening line? She slid into my Instagram DMs. <gasps> and the opening line was, I'm sorry that your dad found out that you're gay. I hope you're okay. <laughs> it sounded like a poem. It sounded like yeah, a poem. It was a poem. That <laughs> was the slide? It was she said that when I my dad found out I was gay and that was the first thing she texted me. And then we just didn't talk. And then it was like months and months later, she reached back out and it was just like swiping up on my stories. And I was like, you're kind of sus. But okay. we were just friends for like three or four months. And then we see we started out as friends. And then we were like, I really want to hook up with you. But There's we're also more. long distance. So that kind of sucks. I was long distance for a long time with my girlfriend. And now we live together. Mm-hmm. As Oh, that's really comforting. Yeah. We were. It's good and to know. It, it works out. It happens. Sometimes you, I think it's very common as well to be like, I don't know. She, I'm writing letters to her and she lives in Guam, but eventually we're both going to get a farm together in, in Thailand. Thailand <laughs> or like Northern California. Like, yeah. I don't know. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. It's a very queer experience to be long distance first because there's not right. as many of us. So you have to meet each other yes. online. Yeah. Yeah. In different platforms. I think it's a really good test for partners because it's, I mean, you build really foundational core values through having to do that so then when you are able to be together it i mean personally my experience has been that things have just been so much better we communicate really well and everything just feels more clear but very hot difficult no that's exact i think it's also when you're long distance you have to be way more intentional with your time because you have to if when you're together it's so much and even when you're not together you have to put so much in effort in Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to be like well you're not here so we can live two separate lives to be way more intentional is like it's very interesting when i was long distance with my girlfriend we basically by the time we were in the same city dating Mm -hmm. she knew exactly who i was without like so i dated so many people who had only seen me doing stand-up yeah i would like come Mm -hmm. to shows i'd be like oh you've seen me do stand-up now like whatever it would take like years to years get years to know to who you. i actually was whereas yeah. like my girlfriend yeah. now she knew who i was first and now she's like oh you I also guess I could just come see you do your little clown stuff <laughs> like it's totally different yeah that's the way that's to do cute. it yeah it's definitely the way to do I it i think that was great advice we have uh one more ask a dyke i got i can't wait to do more reading for you both okay yeah hold on let me get out of this one also thanks for writing in lillian we hope that this helps and welcome to the community and go fuck your friends, I believe, was the advice that we all agreed on. I really thought you were going to say go fuck yourself. <laughs> I really thought. Imagine. And so rude. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hello. For my second favorite podcasteresses. It's incredible that. Okay. Opening with. Opening. Hey, uh, you're my second favorite. I a, like that. It's a backhanded compliment. It's a power move and I respect it. And yeah, never it in makes here. us want a little bit more. Yeah, because this like, person doesn't say who the first is. It, uh, they never say right. it? No. Fascinating. Hot. Now it's I probably Max. It. It's Max podcast okay. for sure. <laughs> okay, for context, I'm writing to you drunk on red wine. Okay. <laughs> but oh. they put sober enough to consent to this being on the podcast. Uh, alone at a bar in a foreign country. First of all, I'm 19. And I'm, of course, in love with my best friend. Yes. Okay. Damn. Let's back up. I have loved this girl for years. Since we were 16 and sad and in high school, now we're 19 and sad and in college. Oh, my God. Maybe even before then, because we've been friends since we were 10. Oh. I don't know a life without her, and that's what scares me. I feel like I will regret it forever if I never make a move and tell her how I feel. Uh, I'm 95% sure she feels the same way or has at some point in the past, but 
I don't know who I am without her. Mm. I want to experience all life has to offer and I want the same for her. And it seems crazy to commit to a long-term relationship to someone who lives across the country and is so young. Um, not to be dramatic, but I want to marry this girl. <laughs> okay. If we enter the red wine is talking yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we enter a relationship that, that's it for me. I don't want any anyone else. But she's never been in a relationship, and I feel like I'm stealing her youth. Oh my God. They're I, the same age, though. Wow. That got very, like, Maleficent. Yeah. <laughs> stealing her youth. She's being very funny. Like, hey, you're my second favorite podcast. I'm in love with my uh, best, best, friend. best friend, and I, she's the only one for me. But also, I'm stealing her youth. You're like, hey, babe. Are you okay? Um also, if I lost her, I don't know what I would do. Our friendship is a thousand times more important to me than ever pursuing something romantic. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Uh, we're going to see each other in two weeks. Should I tell her or should I go to my grave with this? XOXO, the most stereotypical gay girl to ever live. <laughs> I love our listeners I do too. so much. This is it is, this is a lot. It is stereotypical. We've all been in love with our best friends. Mac, have you been in love with one of your best friends? Yeah, that was like my sexual awakening. Exactly. But this is this was like the most dramatic. I can't get over how eloquently they wrote that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the questions I get for my podcast are like, how do I make my tongue stop cramping while I'm giving head? And then yours are like, <laughs> I don't want to steal my best friend's youth. Like, holy shit. <laughs> how do I make my tongue stop <laughs> I think they hook my jaw. It's you need to drink more water. Is actually wow. what it is. Um, yeah, very. I mean, I That's think so funny. Our our, our <laughs> listeners so poetic, so beautiful, so drunk, drunk on red wine, <laughs> so drunk. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've been in love with a best friend. That was your sexual awakening. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's shitty to go through. My best friend wasn't like showing uh, signs of wanting to date me at all or anything like that though and it was really young it was like in middle school so mm -hmm. it was something that i just dealt with and then when we got older i told her about it but i was over it when i told her about it so i mean oh. i just i don't i don't think you'll go to your grave with it if you don't tell her i think you'll maybe like kind of get over it yeah um but it's still tough to deal with i feel like you should go for it like if I agree. she's giving signs back life's too short and that way, at least, you know, you tell her up front and you don't waste both of your youths by just sitting around waiting. I also think 19 is so young that even if you date now, you break up for a little bit, you can end up with them. Like this person is like, That's this so is the true. person I want to marry. I think that life is so long. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And like, while you're young, fuck your best friend. Oh, I... I love your advice. Yeah. Mackenzie, I'm loving, I'm loving what you're saying. Yeah. I'm loving what everyone is saying. I'm like, this question is so, I believe a lot of us know exactly what this is. Yeah. Whether or not like mm -hmm. the person is requited or not, like yeah. whether you're feeling any type of type of way. Reciprocation or anything. I think because they're 19 yeah. and because like, cause what they, the writer's like, we've been friends since we were 10. Yeah. I think that I'm 90% sure that there are feelings both ways. Yes. We're 19 yes. going off to college miserable. I'm like, this is actually like the perfect your time. time. Yes. I agree with Mac that like, I don't think it's now or never. I don't think this is like a, it has yeah. to be now or it's going to my grave. Yeah. But I do believe that you're in a very beautiful time in your life right now where like you don't have to do it when you're in high school, when you're going to still be in the same classes where you're mm -hmm. going to affect like if you guys have a friend group together or right. if this needs to be a dynamic of like, I don't want to come out in coming out in high school is like really, really challenging. It's traumatic. Mm -hmm. Being 19 and going off to college is such a time where you can like really explore who you are trying new identities you're a kid trying new you're things. a child like you can't this drink is legally. the time like this you have to do it right now this yes. is what i'm saying like this is your opportunity yeah so, like you still have that closeness of surviving hi high school together but you haven't realized that there are so many more people to fuck yet that's, that's what like, i'm saying life is, is so long like tw 19 is like truly the time to sleep with anyone and everyone yeah and like yes. also it's a very intense time when you're 19 mm -hmm. there is nothing like i can see why she's like it's now or the grave because when you're 19 <laughs> mm -hmm. everything feels like life or death yeah you're like if she doesn't love me back it's fucking over like i'll never love again i could n i mean when i was 
closeted. Same. I had the same feelings. I I fell in love with my best friend mm-hmm. and I was literally, it was the most dramatic time still to this day of my life Jeez. where I was mm-hmm. like everything that happened it was the mo- like the first love. Do you remember the first girl you loved and of you were course. like, holy, holy shit. Like I still yes. like there's still music that I cannot hear. Eminem. Eminem. The one where he's got his with Megan Fox. With Megan- <laughs> <laughs> like, Love the way you lie. You know what I mean? Like it's tough. <laughs> like there is still times that it will be very intense. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you have to go for it i think you have to i think you guys get a little bit of red wine together oh touch those fingers i think like there's an (laughs) opportunity i think sometimes we always know too like queer women queer people in general can tell when somebody likes them right you can just tell your senses are heightened you know when your best it's friend one of the gifts you. we get when we come out yeah it's like a welcome <laughs> like, package yeah yes. thank god and you can tell this person knows I, I think like it's just the fear but like i think everyone knows yeah like you two have always had a thing yeah you're at your time where it's gonna happen mac was your yeah. um the girl that you had a crush on your sexual awakening is she identify as straight yeah she just got engaged um did you I used to do like that? set her up with guys that i thought were really shitty so that she would that. like this is really fucked like this is one of the darkest things i've ever done you guys <laughs> But I would set her up with these really shitty guys because I was like, well, they'll break her heart and then she'll be sad and she'll like come crying to her best friend. God, I'm, yeah, I'm so it's sorry. Pretty, this it's is like horrible. a 90s do rom-com. No, yeah. That's it's problematic awful. now. Yeah. It was the drama. Um, yeah. But she just got engaged to the last guy I set her up with. So. Wow. And yeah. did you send a, a bottle of champagne? <laughs> I didn't. I was like, I want to come to the wedding and speak. <laughs> yes. That's my kind of drama. Oh. That's something I would do. I'm excited. I was I'd like, can like, I use your wedding for content? Can I use your straight wedding for my gay content? You <laughs> have to. You absolutely have to. Mackenzie, do you remember we did a show in Minneapolis and the girl that I was closeted with in high school came with her boyfriend to see us perform live? It was drama. It, I. You know, I, I'm high drama. I was like, <laughs> how are you at a two dykes and a mic show? With your boyfriend, like... Well, you guys were hooking up, right? Yeah. You were fully hooking we were, up. Yeah, we were closeted together, together in a relationship, like secret girlfriend having sex in my basement, like in high school for many years. And do you think she told the boyfriend, like, I used to be in I her? have... I have no idea. <laughs> Personal I, theory, I don't think she did. I, it sounds like she was, like, getting bored and wanted to just, like, a little smidge of drama. Like not to even necessarily do Rachel. anything, but just show up. Yeah, yeah, that, that is, is a so straight girl true. thing to do. Straight girls are so wild. They're out of their minds. They're out of their They're fucking out of minds. Their fucking minds. Yeah, that's a really funny one. I think it's yeah. I mean, listen, the person who wrote this. Yeah, you are in good company. Mm-hmm. All of us have fallen in love with a close friend before. Yeah, and like this, do or don't. Some like, of us still are. Mac, this is the episode that we French kiss on. <laughs> so just like, stop. <laughs> this is, I think, like also you can. Um, I know it seems like if you say something and they don't feel the same way, that like all is lost. But I think that that's actually a moment of freedom for you. Huge. I think no oh, matter absolutely. what, no matter what happens, this is like a huge win for you to be able to speak that out loud is going to make you a stronger person no matter what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as scary as that feels right now, you'll be so much better off in the long run if you just do it now. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, you get to move on with your life and you don't have to spend your life wondering if it would have worked out. Amen. That's right. Amen. I think you just Mac, like, have to know. So wise. I think she has to know. <laughs> yeah. It's time. She knows. Oh, come on. She knows. Yeah, 100%. but even when you know, you have to have the confirmation. Because like I've been there where it's like been years of torment being like, should i go for it and then you never do and then it sucks so yeah, yeah you just have to yeah. get it over with and then you'll never think about it again god why do queer people love the longest build-up of all time it's in our blood. because all of the queer movies are like period pieces yeah that's like what we're exposed to yeah it's all we know yeah we're like we have to be digging for fossils and then just touching pinkies <laughs> and then 14 years later when you're like lighting a candle on my deathbed we'll just stare at each other and wish that we would kiss <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. We have Queer Hot Seat. Now, this is a brand new segment that Rachel came up with. Ray, do you want to intro it? Yes, I. Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Welcome to Queer Hot Seat. I'll be your hostess with the middle amountist. Yeah. (laughs) I have have some questions, Mac. They're made for you. And the uh, the point of this game is for you to answer these questions with your gut instinct only. Okay, so it's really just I'm going to fire them off and I want to just like you to give me your your gay instincts on these questions. Okay, I love a gay instinct. Same. Are you ready to party, Mac? I'm ready to party. Okay, (laughs) fucking sick. Here we go. Gay instinct only. Number one, is Rainbow Flag merch out of fashion? No. <gasps> I love with the confidence. The confidence. Mac, Mac okay. This, this jacket is just a huge <laughs> rainbow flag. I, well, it's a t-shirt that says, I love my girlfriend. Wait, Mac. it's really cute. <laughs> Mac! Mac, <laughs> So maybe don't take, like, merch advice from me, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just says, I that was my the girlfriend. sweetest. That was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Matt, did she get you that shirt, or did you buy that? She did, no. She bought this for me. That's my little bit of saving grace of my oh, that, dignity okay. with this. But I love that so much. That was a real nice surprise. Oh my god! Lol. That was nice. This episode's for you, Max girlfriend. Okay, we're moving on. Instinct. Fuck Mary. Kill Shane. Alice. Bet. Oh, uh, mm, kill, bet, marry Alice, fuck Shane. That's (laughs) the most insane answer of all time. Okay, the more that I watch Bet Porter, the less I can get behind this woman. (laughs) I couldn't listen with Alice, with Shane. What you see is what you get. It's all out. It's all out front. I'm not even mask for mask. Like, I Mm. like femmes, but I would fuck Shane. Listen, I'm loving your answers and I'm loving the honesty. It's something I didn't see it coming. When you said uh, right (laughs) off the bat, I'm going to kill Bet. I said, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out (laughs) of (laughs) here. You're bold, Matt. Wait, am I allowed to ask your guys' answers or I just have to answer? You can ask ours, right? Okay, what are your. Wait, you go first. You sexy bitch. I would obviously marry Alice, fuck, bet, kill Shane. Yeah, I'm killing Shane right, right off, off the bat. bat. Whether I have to or not. You guys are both killing Shane? I'm yeah. killing Shane. If I, if there's too many bones. There's too many bones. I want a, I want a fat ass. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to like... I feel like Shane would like finger me with like product, like hair product. If you can't actually give me a good haircut, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? You would still have product on her fingers. Yeah, I would kill Shane with the scissors that she just like breathes on when giving a haircut. Get the fuck out of here, Shane. Oh my God. Too bony. <laughs> Too bony. That's hilarious. So I'm killing Shane. Yeah. I think Alice, you have to marry Alice because Alice has a TV show. I marry yes. Alice because I think Alice and I would genuinely laugh together. Get along. I think yeah. we have a very similar, and like we would have an open relationship where I can like go get my rocks off. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then, and then, yeah, I'm going to marry the one and only. I'm sorry. That I'm going to marry Bet Porter because this is actually, it turns out a Bet Porter stand podcast. We are. We yeah. love her. We absolutely love her. Thank you for asking. But this is queer hot seat for you, Mac. We're moving on to your next question. (laughs) If you had to live on an island and only listen to one queer artist for the rest of your life, who would you pick? Uh, Haley Kiyoko. (gasps) Whoa. Fast and good. Fast and good. Great answer. Fast. Fantastic answer. And good. And now sing it. I'm kidding. I'm going karaoke (laughs) DJ. (laughs) Who is your favorite gay person of all time? Of all time? And you can't say us because we know it's going to be us. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, my God. 
uh, my girlfriend. <gasps> really good. Really great answer. That question wow. was way too overwhelming. <laughs> you went wide. I, I saw you go like, is one. Eleanor Roosevelt too old? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Okay, your next question is, what gave you your first gay spark? Oh, uh, Sharpay Evans singing the her rendition that was like the pop mix of You Have the Music in Me when she like pushes Troy onto his knees on stage. That was the greatest answer that you could have possibly said. I can never forget the moment I watched that for the first time. Yeah. That's going to be a big yeah for me. That's a huge hell yeah. Yeah. We're very much. <laughs> can I tell you guys mine? Yes, please. Okay. Miss Congeniality when oh. Sandra Bullock does her slow walk out of the airplane hangar in oh my that God. tight blue dress. Yeah. And then she falls. You had me at Miss Congeniality. Like, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> She's so f- she's still babecity.org forward slash hot forward slash yum <laughs> FBI FBI yeah <laughs> backslash handcuffs out she mommy <laughs> perfect uh, what's you know. yours Rachel uh Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone music video she's looking in the mirror oh. I'm like is she looking at me why am I so gay now do you want to sing it real quick? Here's the thing. <laughs> we started off yeah. friends. Of course I want to sing it. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. Two questions left, Mac. Next question is, how long do you wait before you can hook up with your ex's ex? Ooh. Oh. An ex's ex. Uh, two months. <laughs> two Interesting. Months? That's not the- bad. That feels right. I feel like two months is right. Yeah. That was a really hesitant two months. Like, <laughs> Now, have you ever hooked up with an ex's ex? I have never hooked up with an ex's ex. Hey, there's still time. Mm-hmm. There's still time. The temptation doesn't really exist in the Midwest, but, you know. Fair. Fair. On the coast, I'm sure it's harder for you, you lesbians out there. <laughs> hey. It's rough out here. I'm trying to think if any of my ex's exes are even attractive. Nope. I'm the best one. Um, all of mine are, and really? I've done them all, and it was... <laughs> We're not like fucked, but like I've done dating. I've You've dated, dated them. I've dated them all. Okay, say dated. I've done them all. You can't say I've done them all. I've done them all. Leah. No. Oh, God. All right. <clears throat> okay, your last question is, what is the best part about being queer? Uh, see, I, want, oh, I wanted to say sex. Sex. Yeah, that's a good one. I was going to go. It would be so funny if she said pussy. <laughs> honestly no i think yeah i think that's a really good one what's your guys's best part about being queer i think it's the amount of fun i have with my partner cute because i don't see see that makes me look bad no no no, it does can we cut that no no. (laughs) leah I'm just like, I don't see a lot of straight relationships who ha- who are as goofy and have as much fun as I do with Erica, my fiance. So I'm like, that to me is the best part about being queer. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the sex is really, really fun. I think mine is halfway between both of y'all's because I think being queer when I was like so young in high school mm-hmm. and this feeds into why queer sex is so much fun. I like knew right away once it was like such an issue that I didn't have to play by the rules of like the straight heteronormative world. I was like, okay, fine. If this is going to be something that's an issue, then that means I get to live my entire life on my terms Mm -hmm. because of like how it was like such a thing to be queer. So I feel like the rest of my life feels so authentic because I get to be queer, meaning I get to be exactly who I am. So Mm. then all the sex that I have is like very like honoring to who I am sex which is the best because then you're like I'm really like doing it for me it's just being squished I love to be squished that's one of my kinks so what do you mean like, like I'm so glad you asked. I literally don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> like, she wants to be like rolled up in a giant carpet and smushed yeah like, like um like like tied up to the point where you're like I can barely breathe yeah it's scary yeah wow okay and that's like with my whole heart you know what i mean yeah yeah it's the best that sounds really comforting like that sounds like you know when you get swaddled Mm -hmm. yes i do it's exactly i feel like i would like that 
Yeah. Yeah. And by somebody that you love and trust so much that you're like, what yeah. if I, yeah. Here's the thing. We got a squisher. We got a new squisher on our hands. <laughs> Max sounds like you're joining the squish club, baby. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> oh, we got a, we got a, a squisher. squisher on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, being queer is just the best. <gasps> it is. I, it's it the is. best. Yeah, we're really lucky. Um, Mac, we had the best time with you on this episode. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. You're well, so lovely and kind and funny and charming, like a, a beautiful oh, Disney you. prince. Thank you for being Chris here. You're very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let our listeners know where they can find you and tell us about your new podcast. Yes, absolutely. You can find my TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all Mac and Jimmy. Um, same handle for all of them. And then I just launched a podcast with Ashley Gavin and Elena Joy. It's called The Chosen Family Podcast. We are the gay family you never had. We sit oh, around the dinner table. We answer your questions. We give you advice. We catch up on our lives. It's a great time. I think you guys would love it. Oh, my God. I love that. You have to listen. You have to. Today. Or else. <laughs> this has been so much fun. Mac, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Holy gay. Buckets. Hey, holy gay buckets, y'all. That was a fun episode. That was wild. I love Mac. I do, too. I'm honestly head over Birkenstocks <laughs> for Mac. Me, too. Like, fully... Hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes. Hard eyes for days for Mac. Also, one more thing we wanted to leave you with. If you live in Minneapolis, where I was born and raised, running around the streets just at the gay 90s, being gay as hell, there is a brand new space. They have drag shows. If you live in that area, please go check them out. So it's Roxy's Cabaret, and it features the ultimate female impersonation show five nights a week. Hot. Um, it stars some winners from season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Hello. There's, I mean, this is incredible. Monica West, Nina D'Angelo. Uh, you have Bibi Zahara, Benet. I mean, it, it's going to, it's, an, it's a high lineups. quality. And there's like a, I believe there's a cafe as well with drag shows. It's great. It's a diner. It serves breakfast all day, 24, 7, 365. Fresh food. Second level of the property boasts a full bar, craft cocktail lounge. Hello. Hi. Called On the Rocks. Um, so they've got great drinks, great atmospheres, two patios. Please go check them out. Check them out if you're in Minneapolis and you're looking for a new queer space. Yeah. Go to this place, Roxy's. It's amazing. We just don't have a lot of bars like this and clubs like this in the U.S. You have to support the ones that are in your areas. We really want to pump this one because, yeah, yeah. we're looking for this space. The, yeah. we, we need more queer spaces. Yeah. So go to Roxy's if you live in Minneapolis. That's what we would do. And I will be there because I'm going to go home and oh I'm going to check it out. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Bye.